and the anxiety that everybody gets from it is also very interesting that everybody feels threatened oh uh, are we going to lose our jobs what's, what's going to happen to us welcome to the last episode of season four of space to build i know when we started this season it was months and months ago and we talked about a variety of things this season and I also talked about doing more solo episodes and the more I thought about it the more I realized that like the season of my life it didn't make sense to jump into those solo episodes so you know instead we focused on our usual content our usual guest and then also added in this mini series that I hinted at in that first episode and it's been a really wonderful experience to talk to academics in the construction industry and we've coined this uh, the hallway moments and it's a mini series that is just exclusive to this one season and this episode is our last episode of the season and of the hallway moments mini series and in this particular episode, Andrew McCoy and I are joined by Ali Shojai, a assistant professor of building construction at Virginia Tech. Throughout this episode, we discuss his ever-changing career path from Iran to the UK to the US and the future of construction in regards to digital construction. And what you'll find Ali referring to is the next industrial revolution, Industry 4.0. In terms of our industry, this is where old school construction meets the digital age. Think human-centered automation, new materials, smart construction, BIM across all sectors of construction. It's learning how to implement ChatGPT into our daily work lives. You know, it's picturing the reintegration of the built environment where design, construction, and maintenance for a project isn't funneled into silos with disconjointed communication. It's bridging gaps in our software to bring our industry into a new revolution. It's letting go of the fear that we have that we'll be replaced and it's channeling our mindset to adaptability and growth towards the future. I think it's gonna have some really cool impacts on our careers in the near future and for generations to come. So before we get started, I would like to say that this episode was brought to you by the Virginia Center for Housing Research at Virginia Tech. DCHR is the official housing research and information center for the Commonwealth of Virginia. Through an interdisciplinary college research center in Virginia Tech's College of Engineering, DCHR focuses on housing affordability through innovative solutions and technology. DCHR provides services to localities, the state, federal agencies, nonprofit organizations, and for-profit businesses. If you would like to learn more, please head to vchr.vt.edu. All right, let's get started. I am so excited to bring on our guest today. His name is Ali. He is an assistant professor of building construction in the Myers Lawson School of Construction at Virginia Tech. He has a bachelor's of science in civil engineering and received his master's degree in construction management from the University of Reading in the UK. He then went on to receive his PhD at the University of Florida. While there, he also received his Master of Science in Management. His research program is focused on digital construction, construction automation, artificial intelligence, and project management economics. Ali, you've accomplished so much. <laughs> I would love to hear more about your story, your experience coming into this industry and what that's looked like for you. Sure thing. Thank you for having me. First of all, as you mentioned, my name is Ali Shujai. 
Uh, I'm an assistant professor at Virginia Tech, Martin Lawson School of Construction right now. So my story goes back to my childhood. <laughs> uh, first of all, I was born in Iran. Uh, I was born in Isfahan. It's a city in the central part of Iran. It's kind of like a historical city. Um, lots of interesting um, old buildings to see there. Uh, but I was raised in Tehran, the capital of the country. It's a metropolitan. I think currently they have more than nine or 10 million people living there. And my father, um, he has a structural engineering firm there. And uh, he had it when I was born. And from the childhood, I was involved in construction projects. So he used to bring me into construction sites or meeting with clients, architects, all the different stakeholders in construction. And at a very young age, I was like, okay, this is a cool thing. I want to be part of this industry. And I particularly remember when I was in high school, they were building a community out in the nowhere. They were at the stage where all these civil equipment machinery, they were working there. And I was feeling the trembling earth under my feet. And that was the calling, like, okay, I want to build cities. I want to build things like this. This is the magnitude of the work or impact that I want to have. And that was it for me. So I knew that I want to go become a civil engineer. Uh, That's very funny, cool. Yeah, a funny story that I guess in a way that relates into our digital construction topic is when I was a toddler, um, I had this tendency of putting things on fire. And so at, back in the days, we used to print all the drawings and stuff uh, in construction industry. And my father naturally had a bunch of uh, drawings, paper printed in our house. And uh, when I was a toddler, I put those on fire. So thank God they find it early and they put it down. So I had exposure with construction. I had fun with construction from the childhood. And then and maybe safety. Sounds and like safety, safety well. of course, yeah, safety hazards. That's also the, another thing that I had exposure to. But I decided to go and uh, study civil engineering as my bachelor. Um, during my study for civil engineering, I felt like, okay, um, I, I'm more interested into construction management, the project management aspect of the work. And one of the reasons for that was at that time in my country, the country is very exposed into seismic act activities and earthquake. And so engineering is very prominent there. The challenge was at the time had good design, but they couldn't implement them and build the buildings according to the design. So I felt like, okay, beside my interest, this is also something that the society needs. And at that time, we didn't have very good programs on construction management there. So I said, okay, I want to go abroad. I want to learn this topic come back, teach other people how to build things uh, according to the plans, on time, on schedule, efficiently and safely. So I went to University of Reading in UK and th there is a story there that's also interesting. I reached out to a few prof different professors from different countries and different universities and I told them my story. I told them I want to study a master and then I want to do a PhD, I want to become a faculty. And they sort of suggested me a few programs that was prominent at the time. And um, at that time, I had admission from University of Reading in UK and Georgia Tech in the United States. My sort of idea was, okay, I wanna go to United States and study at Georgia Tech because I felt like, okay, the university has a better name. But one of the professors there told me, okay, uh, you know you wanna do PhD. I recommend you go to UK, do your master there. They have a very good program there. It's a one-year program compared to the two-years program in the United States, and then come for your PhD to the United States. That way, you get exposure to do two different cultures, 
two different way of uh, system of thinking, and you'll be a much better interest, a much better person, or even a much more interesting person. So that was the way that I decided that I want to go and study uh, my master in UK. And I'm very happy that I did that. That was a very interesting experience for me. So I went there, studied construction management. And then uh, I knew I wanted to do PhD. So I applied to a few schools in UK, a few schools in United States. And I remember at that time, I was back in home uh, in Iran and we were driving with my father and a few uncles. Uh, I was in mountains, driving in mountains, and I got a call. And um, there was a professor calling me from um, University of Florida and saying, Ali, you applied to our program. I saw your um, application. I'm interested to talk to you more about your interests and see if we can work together. And uh, the call wasn't good. So uh, the quality of the call, uh, we had breakdown. I told her, to, OK, let's um, set a time and we can do a Skype interview. And uh, so in a couple of days. We went back to the town and uh, I reached out to her. Uh, we had the Skype meetings and uh, it was good. At that time, we decided to work on sustainability and also building information modeling and digital technology. And then I came to United States, University of Florida to do my PhD. That's sort of how I did my studies. But then during my PhD, I changed my topic because the professor who I was working with left that university, went to another institution. And I looked at how companies manage um, their work and specifically at a high level, at a portfolio level, how they try to get all these multiple projects at the same time while they manage their resources. And I felt like that that's an interesting topic. Nobody's looking at that. Nobody's looking on how we can help our um, companies the small and medium-sized companies that we have in construction industry to better manage their resources, to better forecast the future projects and market conditions and plan for that. And also I was interested in data science and digital technology. So I started working on that because of um, the way that I felt like, okay, there is a management component to my um, research. I also did a master in management in business school to complement uh, my research. And at that time, I was also thinking, okay, I'm going back to my home country. Uh, my father has a company. So this management degree in business school would help me to run the company at the same time becoming a faculty and sort of teach uh, people about construction management. But then I decided to stay in the United States, become a faculty here because I felt like I can do much better research. I can have much more impact on the industry, not just in one country, but the whole world in general. Um, we have more access to uh, research resources here. We have more access to a lot of new innovations much faster here in the United States. So I felt like, okay, this is a place for me to be, and this is the work that I want to do. So I become a faculty at Mississippi State University for a few years. Then I felt like, okay, I want to do more research. I want to become more research active. Uh, and I became a professor, assistant professor at Virginia Tech. Wow, I mean, it, quite a quite a path and amazing accomplishments along the way. And I've just, you know, I always think in terms of my path and how, if I were to to put myself into your shoes, I just don't know how I would have been able to jump to different countries, different programs, and and here you are, and it's incredible. So I, I want to focus in a little bit on how you got interested in the digital construction the automation and artificial intelligence side of what you're doing. And you just wondering if you can expand a little bit. I know that you 
had professors you were working with who were doing that, but were there other reasons that you were kind of drawn to that and that you continue to try to work in that today? Of course. So I always had a passion for technology and computer science. And I think I'm one of the person that can be categorized as a technophile. So anything technology related, I like to put my hands on it. I know I want to understand how it works. And that was even before I started uh, my academic journey or even doing my uh, bachelor. I was always interested in technology. And then I liked construction. I liked construction management. So one of the things that naturally happened to me was to see, okay, what are my interests and trying to see how I can combine them together so I can have fun with my work and at the same time uh, have an impact. And the way that the, I guess, universe worked is that the time that I was born and the time that I was raised is exactly the time that we are seeing this change in construction industry of uh, becoming more automated and bringing digital technology to it. So in a way, I was at the right time, at the, at the right location to be the person who's very interested into construction management, who's very interested into construct uh, technology, and then also being able to combine them together. So that's the story there. And I remember that 10 years ago, when I was doing my master in University of Reading, I did the research on augmented reality, virtual reality. That time, it wasn't very prominent in construction. And my study was looking at automotive industry and also how they are using VR and AR in maintenance of airplanes and construction of airplanes. And they were using it at that time. We didn't have it that much in construction. And I can see now how it's becoming prominent. Everybody's aware of that. A lot of companies are using it in construction. Uh, We're even using it in construction site for augmented reality, layovering beam model with the um, real progress, uh, seeing all of those things. Uh, so it's interesting to see when um, from 10 years ago to now, how we are seeing the stuff that we didn't have in construction. Uh, it, it's prominent. Everybody knows about it. Everybody's using it. Okay. So uh, Ali, you and I work with students every day. We have to give them a grade. My question is, if we looked at the report card on the industry right now and looked at where we are in terms of achievement of digital construction and automation and artificial intelligence, what, what grade would you give it now? And moving forward, you know, where do we need to go? Where are we going with this industry? Sure thing. So I'm an optimistic person. So at the same time that we have a long way ahead of us, I like to look it back and see how far we have come. So I would say B minus, that's the grade that I um, give to the industry. We have noted the problems, we are working on the problems, we have made progress, but we also have a long way ahead of us. So that's, I think, where we stand, B minus, optimistically. In terms of changes or what we will see in the future of construction, I think it will be very different, or at least that's my vision. Right now, even the business processes that we have, it's based on the traditional methods of construction and all these old school sort of thoughts or processes based on paper-based work, paper-based contracts, paper-based construction processes. We will change all of these. I think we will have smart contracts. That's one of the researches that I'm doing. 
uh, we will have this digital construction, the umbrella term that we're using, we'll see its impact on every level of construction, whether from personnel who are doing the construction, using variable robots or um, prefabrication, 3D printing, all of these things, we, we will change the industry as a whole. Nothing would be similar to what we were doing 30 years ago. Everything is going to be changed. That's my perception. That's my aim. That's what I'm trying to achieve. Or not me, I'll have a very small contribution to that, but all of us together, we are doing that. Sounds like quite a career. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. That's why I'm here. Yeah. So what are some more specific examples of digital innovation that you are a part of accomplishing? So definitely artificial intelligence and trying to see how we can automate the processes, the old processes that we have. And for instance, the chat GPT, this generative AI that I have made a lot of noise uh, during the past months, that's a very good example of that. And the anxiety that everybody gets from it, it's also very interesting that everybody feels threatened. Oh, uh, are we going to lose our jobs? What, what's going to happen to us? Or even in construction right now, we have a shortage of labor, but at the same time, there's this concern that, okay, if we bring robotics and more automation into construction, what would happen to our workforce? What are we going to do uh, with the people who are active in construction industry? And um, a very good example of that, I think, is the industrial revolution. Before that, people had different jobs and they were working very hard. Um, they all, all the people had jobs. After the industrial revolution, a lot of jobs died. People, they were not doing the same thing. They were doing new things. The jobs changed. The nature of the jobs changed. And we will see something similar. A lot of things would be changing and we will see um, new processes and we will see new activities that we didn't have them 10 years ago. We will have them 10 years from now. So there will be new things and it, it's a change for good. That's my perception. This is also one of the uh, positive impacts that we will see uh, in human history. So 100 years from now, 200 years from now, people will talk about this moment and say, this time was the time that there was a digital innovation and digital change or digital revolution, um, not just in construction, uh, but overall in the whole sort of society of humans. So I read somewhere that if you look at the 1900 census, 17% of the jobs were classified as wheelwrights. How many wheelwrights do we have in the you know, in the census today in terms of looking at job numbers. So it's interesting. We don't understand the future, so we we can't imagine it. And therefore, we, we worry about what the jobs will look like. So if one of our students is going to be entering Virginia Tech in, oh, you know, 10 years from now, how do you envision that we're going to be training them differently? What kind of technology might we have involved it's one thing that we look at how the world's going to change from the technology side of it. How, how do you envision that we're placing human beings back inside of that? So looking specifically into construction industry, one of the challenges that everybody have been mentioning it for the last I don't know, 30, 50 years is the segmentation, is this silo system that we have. And then this disconnect between the design, the construction, the operation, the maintenance of the building. And we are seeing much more integration. Building information modeling was one of the first steps that we had into digitalization of construction in the new era. 
which help bringing these all these stakeholders together. But we'll, what we'll see and what how we're going to train the next generations is we'll see much more integration and much more collaboration. And we will look at buildings not as, let's say, the architect training them for design or construction management people training them for construction. It will be much more integrated. So we will be talking about built environment for the whole life cycle of these buildings and train them for all of that together. And technology, digital technology, AI, all of those things will help us to do that in a much faster way. I am so excited for the future of digital construction in our industry. And I'll definitely have to keep tabs on what you guys are doing so that I can stay up to date. But wanted to see how our listeners can connect with you and make sure they're following along. What's the best way to do that? Sure thing. So um, I'm on LinkedIn and I would like to be connected with different people from different backgrounds. That's how we get inspired. So if we stay in our bubble, the problem is we cannot become innovative and come up with new ideas. So definitely they can reach out to me in LinkedIn. I will be more than happy to connect with them. Also, I encourage everybody to search Mind Loss on the School of Construction, Virginia Tech. Go to our website. There are tons of interesting stuff there that's happening. You can see all the faculty profiles, get familiar with their work. I'm also there. Uh, my email is there. You can email me. I'm more than happy to chat with anyone who is interested with any aspects of construction and digital construction in general. I also want to mention that we are doing a lot of work related to diversity, inclusion, and equity in construction industry, and we're going to put a lot of new information that I'm currently working on with our students in our uh, school. So stay tuned, check our website. Uh, we'll put a lot of information there very soon, and it's going to be fun. I look forward to it. Thank you so much, and thank you for taking the time to be here today. No problem at all. Thank you so much for having me. I had fun talking to you about these issues. Thank you so much for being here today. If you would like to chime in on the conversation, you can find us online at space2build.co. Yes, it's .co. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at space2build. When you have a moment, do you mind leaving a review for this podcast? I read your reviews at the end of each episode, and I'm constantly looking for ways to improve. Any ideas to improve your experience will be more than welcomed. And remember... You belong here. There is so much space for you in our industry.